She is a fashion activist from Sao Paulo, Brazil. She knows how to cut a condom in more than 200 different ways, and she's got art exhibits all over the world. And she does it all in the name of love. This is Adriana Bertini. Welcome to Sippin' On Stories, where we take you into the lives of diverse and unique change makers who turn anxiety, fear, and passion into powerful recipes for success. Good stories build insightful connections, but great stories. Now, that's something special. Today's story is one of those stories. Hi there, my name is Rose McInerney. I am excited to bring you into our Sipping on Stories Lounge today for yet another great story. If you like what you are hearing, please hit that subscribe button because I've got two really great stories to share with you today. The first one is one that we're always sipping on. What kind of sipping are we doing today? So I asked Adriana about her favorite drink and she told me that she loves a drink that is the national drink of Brazil. It's called a chimado. I know I'm getting it a little wrong. She's a Portuguese woman and she's got a beautiful accent. But what I do want to tell you about this drink, it is the most unusual. It sort of looks like matcha tea. But this drink is thick, it's served super hot, and it's a very comforting drink. And it probably fits Adriana because of the type of work that she does. I have chosen, however, to sip on something a little tougher today because this is a heart-wrenching story. Adriana told me that she also likes a gin and tonic. It's fresh, it's breezy, the senses from the drink just kind of reach up and grab you, and that's exactly what happens when you see the kind of work that Adriana does. So I want to give you a little bit of background to that. I first discovered Adriana in a very unusual place. For those of you that are New Yorkers and have been along Fifth Avenue, you tend to think about shopping. I was on a mission, though, this day. I was on assignment doing a story that connected or compared our cell phone use and the euphoria you get from hearing those dings and those likes to sex addiction. And so there I was going into the Museum of Sex, sort of holding my head down maybe a little bit, looking around for whatever that inspiration was going to be for me to tie some interesting metaphors together. And I happened to stumble onto this exhibit that had this gorgeous eggplant colored dress. For those of you that don't know what eggplant is, it's kind of like the vegetable. It's this deep, rich purple color. And so I saw this dress underneath a windowsill and... When I moved closer to it, I recognized that it was a compilation of different things, and it turned out it was all made of condoms. I didn't know at the time just how labor-intensive a work of art like this is. And it turns out that Adriana has quite a few of these dresses exhibited there. So, of course, you want to ask the question, who makes a dress out of condoms? Why would you do that? And that's what drew me into the story. So I quickly forgot the other story, and I reached out to Adriana over social media and asked her a few questions, and a story unfolded here. It's the kind of story that is going to move you. Um, because she is a woman who is a bona fide haute couture fashion designer. She is self-taught. She has traveled around the world. Her work is collected by all kinds of greats and famous actors and names in the fashion business that you would recognize. I know you want me to spill. I'm just going to say maybe Charlize Theron or maybe you've heard of um, Jean-Paul Gaultier. There are collectors that love what she does, 
And I think they're equally enthralled, not just with the artistry, because the work is a collection of colors that are so rich and vibrant and unusual patterns that take endless, endless hours to make. But it's the story behind it. Of course, that's something that is near and dear to our hearts here on Sipping on Stories. We're looking for change makers, people that get in and they change the world in their own ways, whatever that may be. They harness what they have. So tired of the commercialism that Adriana found around the world and in the fashion world, After the whole AIDS epidemic and the explosion of that in the 80s, she saw many of her fashion friends die, and she knew she had to do something to raise awareness for this. So she spent six long years coming up with the concept. Essentially, she uses her art, and she calls it art activism. So she works with condoms and creates these amazing designs, and then she takes the show on the road and exhibits those. But more recently, over the last decade, she spent more time ingrained in Sao Paulo and working with kids there. She does some outreach around the world where the UN has invited her on to teach and to do the workshops that draw attention to her art activism. But what's truly, truly compelling for me is at a time, as we all know, with COVID and the economic disparity in the world and racial tensions in the world feels like it's in a state of chaos. Here is a woman, Adriana, with the potential to make money some other way. And instead, she chooses every day to go out into the streets and to sit in the squares and to reach out and to just talk to the kids that she's gotten to know and the young adults. Many of them are members of the LGBTQ community. They are a lot of kids that suffer from homelessness. They don't have food to eat. And of course, as you can imagine, many of these kids, if they are involved in sexual activity or they've been sex part of the sex trade and traded, they're extremely vulnerable to AIDS. And so having a condom, as we know, is one way to put a stop on that, or at least to hate to use the phrase, put a cap on that. But truly, this is something that she does. She teaches awareness about sexual health and about self-esteem and all the values that go into being a healthy person. And so part of her street work as well is just going out and really being a missionary to people, taking them in, seeing what food, what she can do to advocate for them and to get them help. But more importantly as well, to just let them know that they're loved in the world. And again, as we all know in this COVID reality, if you don't have the ability to have access to clean water and wash your hands or to have something, you know, we all know what it was like with the run on Purell in the stores. It's horrific. So to think that you've got no medical care, your sanitary conditions are well below anything and you're impoverished you really don't stand a chance and all you have to do is look at the numbers in brazil i don't have an exact count but i think that they have already surpassed what we've seen here in the u.s and i don't think there's any sign of them stopping either so this is a massive pandemic and this is one woman fighting this pandemic with her gifts and her talents you're going to be amazed i can't wait to introduce her and invite her into our sipping lounge here let's take it away and uh, hear what adriana has to say Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sipping on Stories. We are in the lounge here with Adriana Bertini. I've given you a little intro to Adriana. She's a remarkable woman. I cannot wait for you to hear her story. We could spend days in the lounge listening to the wisdom of this woman. 
We don't have days today, but what I would like to do is welcome you first, Adriana, to the, the show. Thank you so much. Adriana, as I mentioned, is from Sao Paulo, Brazil. And so, of course, we have a little bit of a language barrier. She speaks Portuguese. I don't. I speak English. So we have the gracious help of one brilliant Anna Papas, who is going to do the translation for us. So what I'll do, and this is really a great example of how people around the world can communicate with each other. Language doesn't have to be a barrier. So I think that there are always very creative ways around this. And so I love that we're doing a show that's multilingual today. So without any further ado, let's jump right into it. And Adriana, what I'd love to ask you that I know that people are really going to be interested in is really who you are and, and how you got to this place. Um, you know, you were a fashion designer. You could be making all kinds of, of money and Truly being, um, you know, on the forefront, you've been in 35 countries, you've got exhibits everywhere. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Thank you. She had a, she's saying she had a very peculiar uh, start. Since childhood, she was very involved with, in social uh, work. And uh, she always uh, being involved in social work related to, her, to art. Okay. And then that was her beginning, beginning trajectory. When she was nine years old, she did a lot of work, uh, voluntary work. She mentioned at age nine, she would read for blind people. Oh, gosh. Wow. And, uh, and, uh, and she had the tra trajectory from the age of nine. And then she, when her 20s, she started working with kids, HIV positive. Okay. And uh, through art and uh, dealing with these kids, she started her what she's doing right now. But she's been doing this since she was nine years old. All these weekends and uh, all those projects she did with blind people, uh, kids uh, with uh, different backgrounds, socioeconomic backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what she's right now. So, so I know that you've caught the attention of very many famous people in what you've done too, Adriana, your, um, your work and, and we'll share pictures of your work on our sipping on stories website, but it's phenomenal. Uh, they are dresses and costumes and very elaborate, complex things that only a fashion designer could do. I think, um, I, you know, the, I, it's, it's astounding. I, I read that you can cut a condom 80 different ways. Um, I'm amazed by that, but it's the beauty of what you do to call attention. Um, you know, what's it, what's it like for you? Like, what's a, 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 tell me a little bit about the fashion world. Have you, have you toured this around? Um, who have you, who's seen this? Who is supporting you? Do you have support? So a little bit about where you've been with the art and then maybe um, what kind of support you have for it. She, Adriana does not have, Adriana does not, did not have a formal fashion design uh, study. So everything she's doing right now is based on her creativity. She started to work with designers 
doing uh, with clothes, shoes, purses, and she was learning as she went along. And she developed. It was very difficult. She had to study a lot because because she didn't have a formal training. She has to learn to learn the the pigments, the colors, the shapes to do what she's doing right now. But she did not have a formal. It's all all her creativity. All here. She 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 conceptualized a a shape of something in her mind, and she she said specifically she's very obsessive about creating mm-hmm. that. So, for example, she said that she studied six years. She taught six years how she could uh, transform those condoms and what she's doing right now. How could she, the colors, the shapes, the cutting, how she would do it. It took her six years uh, have from a concept to a real thing in being done. Boy, talk about perseverance. That's, she's... That's she's saying that was detailed, very, very detailed study she did for six years because to put those condoms together, there's a, a technique of cutting, gluing, and sewing them together. And that is, is, a, is, a, is a form of art which did not exist before. No. She created. Mm-hmm. However, there's a lot of people... Uh, can I say copying? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a right term copy, but she she created that. It was not there. So it's a, it's a very, very fine technique to yes. place those beautiful things she does together. Interestingly, she there are 200 ways to cut those condoms. 200. Oh, I thought it was 80. <laughs> And there are are 150 ways to glue them. So uh, everything she does, this uh, informative tapestry, and all the things she said involves Mm -hmm. a, a, a technique that she developed. It's, it sounds like it's almost a science. And I want, Adriana, I, I want you to know that Coco Chanel said the highest compliment you can pay to another designer, another artist, is to have someone copy you. Yeah. <laughs> so this is very true. I, I had never seen anything like it. Um, it's, they're beautiful. First of all, besides the fact that they're condoms, they're beautiful to look at um and then the pictures with the models wearing the dresses um you know did you fit those to the models they're incredible did did she design these dresses and and make them so that the models could get in and out or are they just to put on the models she mentions she does not she's not a designer for those clothes right what she does she cut them yes so the clothes are made, they are cut such a way that fits perfectly in the model. Hmm. But the model can remove the clothes and put it back on. That's okay. what you ask her, right? Yes. You know, and, and I understand they're to draw attention to her mission and, you know, the mission of, and, and that's what I'd, where I'd like to go with this. I mean, 
they are so beautiful and startling that they make a huge statement when someone sees and then learns they're made out of condoms, you want to know why. So, um, you know, what is the why? What's, what's Adriana's mission? Why put these on the models to draw attention? What does she want people to see when they see how, how she's created these works of art? The first, the first thing she, when somebody sees uh, the condom is to break a stigma of the condom. And um, a second message of, the, of her art is to project a, the, the condom to be so natural. Okay. That's, it's okay. honestly, and it, it does, it certainly breaks the stigma. Um, so maybe we can talk about what that stigma is and go a little deeper into the mission. I know that she goes out into the streets um, and she works with youth and young people and members of the transgender and the LGBT queue and, and you reach out and you have a message. What do you want them to know? So, uh, one thing that very important that Adriana mentioned yes. is the work of the trans at this time in Brazil is much more than a message she's trying to pass. Okay. At this point, it's like an emergence, emergent work she's doing. Okay. Thus, especially this time in Brazil with the COVID being such high numbers that you're having right now. Mm-hmm. Those trans individuals, they, uh, they don't have food, they don't have the g- dignity, and, uh, and she, that's what she's trying, she's trying to do right now, okay. creating a project called Projeto Balayo. Projeto Balayo. Balayo, B-A-L-A-I-O. And this project is, is a, as I said, is a humanitarian project and uh, trying to reach for these people in, time, in times of crisis. I mean, the whole world is in crisis, but Brazil, we are, <laughs> you are ahead of everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, more than the U.S., smaller. Yes, terrible, terrible. I can you imagine a, in a country where you have millions of people, millions and millions of people with COVID? Mm-hmm. And there is a segment of the society who does not have the basics to yes. go through, like uh, wash your hands or have their, uh, the, uh, the gel to wash the alcohol. All those things, is not available for them. Right. And uh, she's trying also somebody to listen to all those problems these people have. So uh, at this point, what she's doing also, those people, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention, they, they, are, they are HIV people. Yes. And, uh, they are out of the medical uh, care at this point because yes. the hospitals are in uh, crowded people with COVID. Mm. So, I also, Adriana mentioned something that uh, I think she, I saw in her videos, she does uh, a great job listening to these people listen to their problems and give to them basic dignity, food, 
and the essential things to go through this pandemic. Às vezes é mais importante você estar presente cinco, dez minutos com aquela pessoa do que até dar a comida. Mas é você estar ali e praticar essa escuta, fazer o acolhimento uh -huh. e ter essa troca de afeto. And uh, I think the, the whole thing she mentions is that the most important thing is to spend five, ten minutes with these people listening to them. Just listening, just uh, listen to their problems and uh, how can she help. And yeah. sometimes it's more important than feed them, just to listen and giving a, a word of saying things to get better and just being a, a human being that we're missing a lot of those days. That's, uh, I, you know, it speaks to so many things here in America, but I mean, to be already without any health care and to be HIV and not have the immune system, and then to be that vulnerable to COVID, it's a death sentence. It's like a death sentence almost. Um, you know, it uh, um, it breaks my heart. I, I, <laughs> I can't imagine, because every day you see this, and... Yeah. and I'm hearing your story, but I don't see, and and I can't imagine how painful it is for you to be here um, in that in this situation and to see that um, you know people are struggling and you want to help and you're looking for ways within your own means to do that. Um, I I am completely moved. I know the audience will be completely moved. Um, please share with Adriana that we will send a link that she could share that with me and we will send a link on our website for people to be able to give. Yes, yes. All right, see, we're talking, we're communicating already. Yeah. This is making me so sad. Uh, uh, and back to home, mm -hmm. I am leasing around a uh, hundred people a week. Um, I, I don't know if you mind me sharing this. I know you've experienced no. this on a very personal level too, haven't you? Um, you know, the, the, the challenge, the challenges are, um, you know, and we've got everyday life and we're just trying to live and love and raise a family and, and have a good life. And, um, I hear you, you are a warrior. You are a warrior fighting for people and, um, I, I think what I want to know that people might want to know is when you see all this pain and how, how difficult it is and your heart is broken and you see people dying every day, what keeps you going back? How do you manage to continue to do this day after day after day after day? What keeps you going? If she if she can make she's saying that if she can make a difference in one person's life, she knows she should keep going. She can't stop. I, I understood the, the word possible, and it's impossible for you to stop. You're compelled. You I think you were born to do the work that you're doing. Um, I'm anxious to share more about your story. I, you know, you are just an incredible person. I think we all have so much to be grateful for in the world. And you show us by your change-making leadership that everybody can get in and make a difference. Um, 
Uh, Adriana, I want to thank you for this, for what you do for the world, for what you do to serve people. And I hope we can stay in touch and keep talking about this. And you continue to share stories. And, um, you know, we can find another, another time to maybe we'll get a very large Portuguese audience as yeah. well <laughs> and uh, be able to share this in a, in a large way and tag people to pass it on because this is a universal language you're speaking. It's the language of love. I see that and the work and the attention you draw to sexual health and self-esteem and compassion is something we all we all want to hear more about and feel and do something in lieu of. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing today. It's my pleasure to be here. Uh, we are we are humbled. And Anna, thank you so much for doing the translation as well. You're a quiet sure. backbencher there working behind the scenes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm glad I could help. Wonderful. Goodbye for now, okay? Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Anna. Bye-bye. I want to thank you so much. I hope you got as much as I did out of this interview. I want to remind you to make sure that you go back to Sipping on Stories and you hit that subscribe button. Also that you give us a five-star rating. If you like what you heard, we talk to people from all walks of life from around the world. So give us a five-star so other people are curious and come back too. And don't forget to go back to sippingonstories.com. Have a great day, everyone. I want you to know that you are loved, that you matter, that every single day, the best thing you can do for yourself is to take the biggest sip out of life that you can. Look forward to talking with you again on our next episode. Take care, everyone. Be well. And that's a wrap. Sipping on stories.